We are live, Bench Racers Racing Podcast, on a day that we didn't expect to get a whole heck of a lot of news, it proved us wrong, and we got a ton of news today. It's alright Chris, it's okay buddy. You're, you've been consoling me. <laughs> it's been a, I didn't see that announcement coming. I'm, just, I'm assuming by now everybody knows Dale Jr.'s plans to retire at the end of the season. Let's just take a... Do, do you want to have a moment of silence for about two seconds? I'm I'm fine. I, I mean, we can hold hands and have a moment of silence. I mean, I'm fine. I um, I'm d- disappointed as hell, honestly. I don't know about you. Yeah, well, you got to be way more than I am. I took it uh really tough at first. I was sitting in. I'll tell you. I'll tell everybody the story. So I had to go to the eye doctor this morning. Oh goodness! But my eye doctor his car broke down on the way to work. So he was like 30, 35 minutes late to our appointment. And they made me take off my contacts. They made me take them out because I was getting a new pair and I had to go through the eye exam or yeah, whatever. So, you... so I'm sitting there with blurry vision, can't see anything. And all of a sudden I get a tweet on my phone from Jeff Gluck saying that Junior's retiring at the end of the season. So. <laughs> and uh, when I see that. What, what's your initial? My initial thing was I'm, I'm seeing things because I, without my contacts, I could not see hardly from me to you. <laughs> yeah. So I seen it and I thought, oh my God. And, you know, am I seeing things? I said, well, maybe Jeff Gluck's got it wrong. <laughs> you're, just, you're just sitting there hoping, just scrolling through and saying, this so ain't then, real, this yeah, ain't real. Yeah, I refreshed my phone and literally every single NASCAR media outlet has it. Like every single one of them. And uh, it took me a while to, to think about. <laughs> Did it, it took a while for it to actually sink in. Yeah. Your heart beat raised up a little bit. But here's the deal. I I said a couple of weeks ago that if these struggles continued, that I had a feeling that this was something that could be a possibility. And I don't think it was the struggles particularly this year that led to that. But I think that this is something Junior wanted to go out on his own terms. His yeah. health's not been there the last, you know, two or three years, and he wanted to retire his way. He didn't want to have another wreck or something, and then the doctor tell him, you know what, you can't never race again, which is something that was— <laughs> He didn't want to get hurt. He probably, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, you know, I don't really want to get hurt to where I can't enjoy my life with my family, or Amy probably going to have a child soon. We, I'm just speculating here. We, this is not... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely there trying to... I have, mean, he's getting kind of older, so it's going to have to be pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, he'll have a future racer, but he's just wanting to get out of the sport. I mean, he's had pretty rough time the last couple of years. So, I mean, I'm sure it's just piled up, and then the concussion stuff is really just... I mean, there's more There's more to his life than he that he wants to do than racing. I mean, everybody just yeah. – when, when you think Dale Earnhardt Jr., you think race car driver. But for him, there's a lot more that he wants to do than just to be a race car driver. That's all it, he's ever known. That's I mean, all he's ever known. His dad's probably the greatest of all time. It's just – to me, which I'm not a as huge junior fan like you, but I'm definitely a junior fan. I always have been. Yeah. But if to me, Dale Earnhardt, is a completely different person than Dale Earnhardt Jr. is to me. Yeah. It's just two completely opposite And you know, both drivers. of them are fine. Yeah. And it's like, the thing that Jr. said today, he said, 
He said, when I came into this sport, I never looked at what my father did and the accomplishments. He said, I never set out goals to be like that because I knew that would be hard for anybody to do, almost impossible for anybody to choose to feel. Yeah. He said, all I wanted to do when I started driving was just make a living driving race cars. That's all he wanted to do. That's a heck of a plan. If I could do that or you could do that, that's a heck of a plan. I mean, that's all. He didn't care. He didn't compare himself. Junior has never – People, he's never been one people to don't gloat. understand. He's never been one to try to compare himself to his father. But I will say this: when his father died, he had to grow up and be the face of the sport. He did, and he did that. He did a good job of it, and he did that for. He's not a prick. He's not. He's kind of a super nice guy, but then he's got his. He'll move you if you had if he has to. You know, it's. He did a good job. I mean, Jimmy Johnson's kind of there for the face of the sport too. But if you ask somebody NASCAR, who do you think of? They're gonna say Dale Jr. Yeah, and. The thing that you got to like about Dale Jr. that I've always appreciated about Dale Jr. is he's just a normal guy. You yeah, know, you can relate. There's so many of these drivers that you it's hard for me as a fan to relate to. Like Kyle Busch, for example. Great race car driver, talented race car driver, but would you want to spend a day with I wouldn't Kyle want Busch? to go to his holler and hang out with yeah. him. Yeah. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys like that. There's you know, a, we could walk right into Junior's holler and sit there and shoot the bull with him just like a normal old dude. Yeah. And just be perfectly normal. I mean, that's the thing about Junior that I've always respected is he is this super talent and super – he has to be like the superhero for the sport, and he's just a normal guy. But he takes on that role And that's because, what NASCAR was made off of, normal guys that could just really race. And I'm kind of concerned for when he leaves. You know, there's a, still, there's a couple guys other than Junior that's like that. But – there nobody compares to me. There will never be another Dale Earnhardt Jr. Who, you know, who is going to, who's our, are his fans, are his fans going to leave the sport? Is that going to hurt NASCAR that bad, or is his fans going to move on to somebody else? Well, I looked at a, at a couple pages today because I was kind of curious. People were asking, you know, who's going to be your favorite driver? They were asking on these junior pages, who's yeah. going to be your favorite driver? It's kind of hard. You can't just make that decision. And a lot of people were saying, you know, like whoever fills in the 88. Some people were saying, I seen a lot of people said they were done with NASCAR already. I was you seeing. Know, that's what I'm thinking. I was seeing people saying that. You can't if you're people. If you're a true NASCAR fan, you can't just be done with exactly. NASCAR. You can't just be. You can't just quit. It's it's hard. And I can see where some of them people are coming from. They're but, just mad. But I love the sport of NASCAR, and I love, you know, Dale Jr. as a driver, and then we're kind of two separate things. Yeah. but It's not like Jr.'s gone. Yeah. You know, it's a completely different thing when your favorite driver is Dale Earnhardt. Like, he was, that was our favorite driver. Yeah. And then he gets, you know, killed, and he's gone. Yeah. It's, all, it's a whole lot harder for to move on from that than it is to somebody from retiring. Yeah. So they're acting like the world's over. But really, it was a whole lot worse when Dale Earnhardt got killed. I mean, just think, yeah, just think about, okay, everybody, this is the thing that I dislike. I listen to a lot of people that don't know as much about the sport or don't follow the sport, and their first reaction is, okay, NASCAR's done. Yeah, it's just and naysayers. A lot of people that I respect, like, I listen to, not to throw KSR under the bus, but I listen to them. I like KSR a lot. Kentucky Sports Radio. Kentucky Sports basketball. Radio. Basketball. Yes, basketball, football. Football. I was listening to them today, and they they were basically just saying, you know, NASCAR's done. Dale Jr.'s facing NASCAR. He's retiring. They're done. It's been struggling for, for five or ten years. He, their face is retiring. It's over. You All know, gloom and doom. 
the critics of NASCAR would probably agree with that. And there, there, but there's been people saying that there were people that said that when Richard Petty retired. There were yeah. people saying that when Dale Earnhardt got killed. People still say it when Dale Earnhardt got yeah. killed. Yeah, and there, which let's be honest, the sport completely changed. It did when Dale Earnhardt got killed. But this is different. I mean, just somebody retiring. Tony Stewart's retired. Jeff Gordon was probably the most relatable person to Dale Jr. that's retired recently. And, I mean, it, it didn't hurt none. I mean, Jeff Gordon's still around. He's in the box. Jeff uh, Dale Jr.'s in the box a lot. He'll be up there. I'm sure. I don't know what Jr.'s going to do. It won't be a huge disconnect from the sport. He's not going to go away. No. He's always going to – he's going to keep owning his Xfinity teams. Does he's going to he start keep, a cup team? Well, they asked him that today, and he, he, he didn't – he didn't – well, he kind of said no. But he didn't really say no. Like he he kind of seemed like he he was he'd be competing against Hendrick though. Does he want to do that? He's raced with, but you know Hendrick is in his lifetime team. You know he raced for DEI. It's kind of different than Jeff Gordon. Yeah, and he has a huge respect. Rick Hendrick is like his father figure. So I mean, and I'm sure if Rick comes to him and says, "Hey, we can give you motors. We can, we'll supply your cars." You know, it'll Sounds be like a, it'll be like this be working mutual. relationship. Yeah. I could see that. I don't see that kind of like a satellite team, Hendrick. Yeah, but Junior was talking today like what a huge responsibility owning a team is that uh-huh. he already just knows from like being an Xfinity owner. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's gonna want that. He said that he gets a bigger kick out of like helping guys get to like the cup series like drivers like drivers crew Crews. members crew chiefs engineers that come through junior motorsports and, and make it up to cup he said he gets a bigger enjoyment out of like being that middle guy that helps people like get where they want to yeah. go so well we got brandon griffiths here he says ksr needs to stick with basketball and football that i agree i like ksr i agree with that but i did not like why do – they were being a little bit smart, Alec, towards – You know, I don't really listen to KSR a ton like you do. I yeah. listen to it on the, when it's on the radio and I'm driving. But Matt Jones really just don't do much for me. He's – He really don't – I mean, it's fun when he's bashing a UK rival, but he don't do much for me any other way. I just – when he was talking about NASCAR being done, it just kind of – Kind of got under your skin. But that's – it's he's not the only one saying that, and I'm not picking him out. A lot of people in the national media are doing that. But I would just argue with these people to look at the talent that's just like Dale Jr. said. Look at the talent that's coming up through the sport. And there's a lot of and it. And there's a lot of it. It's more than I can ever remember in years past, yeah. talent-wise. Yeah. Coming from the lower stages of NASCAR, like truck and Xfinity. Like NASCAR will go on. And and I don't know. It's But they're going to take a hit. I mean, I'm not saying. Yeah. I mean, Dale Jr., I seen today, accounts for 25% of the merchandising. So that's a fourth. He's been the most popular driver for, what, 13 years in a row? Yeah. 14 years in a row, and it's going to be 15, I'm yeah. assuming, this so, year. It'll probably be 16 when he's done. <laughs> I mean, if they, can't, if they still let him vote, they'll vote for him. But do you think, like, you know when LeBron James left Cleveland to go to Miami and they're burning jerseys, do they burn? No. Dale Earnhardt, because I think most stuff? people respect the decision. They know that health, he's putting his family first, he's putting his health first. You know, he's done this. It's hard. It's easy to for. He's done it a long. Time. You don't he's think old. He's when you old. when you don't when you think of junior, you don't think of a guy who's been around forever. But he's been around for eighteen years. Yeah, six hundred races. That's Can a you long imagine time. Eighteen years of being on racing. the road, traveling. It takes a toll on you more than just Any, what people think. Even it don't matter if you do the funnest thing in the world to you, like racing a car. You do it eighteen years in a row. It's going to kind of get old. Yeah, even to. I don't. Anybody. I don't think it's the racing that he's tired of, but I think it's like the constant traveling. Yeah, you know the constant. He's wanting to settle down. He's wanting to settle down. If Amy has a baby, he's wanting to be a father to his baby. Yeah, I can see why he's doing, and I respect his decision. But how old is Junior? 
43. So he's technically, if he wanted to keep on going, he's probably got three, four, max five years of actually racing and physically being able to yeah. compared to most other guys. If. If he wanted to. If And if he don't get in a wreck that just yeah. ends all that immediately. Which it's very risky for him given his past last year with his concussions. You know, one hard wreck at Talladega coming up, even the rest of this year. It's scary. It, it could, could be put over. him down. I mean, he could have, like, permanent brain damage, which he probably already has a little. Yeah. When you get a concussion, it's brain damage. So, you know, he hits hard again. You know, that could be, that could be it for I him. just hope he can finish the season on his own terms and go out the way. Respectable. And go out the way that he – I mean, he can win a couple races. He. It's like me and you were talking about earlier. I think this decision – helps him the rest of the year because now he can just go out and try to win races and just go for it. Kind of like he what really Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon did. To win some races. And I think his best opportunity coming up is going to be the race you're going to be at at Talladega. Yeah. And how great would it be for him to get to check your flag while, there. while you're there. I know you never got to see Junior win. And you went to plenty of races. Mm-hmm. So that would be nice. So – and that I'll go out on the limb and say that that's probably the most important race of Junior's career probably in the last three or four years. Tell because it is so important. If he could win that race and get himself locked in the chase. Then he's he's probably at the – if he gets in the chase from a win, because he's going to have to pretty mm-hmm. much, he ain't going to get in on points in my opinion. But if he gets a win, you know, he's sitting there thinking, this is my last chase. He ain't got no pressure on him. He's just like, do what you can. Whatever happens, happens. I'm done after this year. I think he'd be more relaxed mm-hmm. and probably do better in the chase. You yeah. know, what if, happens if he's a long shot and he, he makes it into the final four and, you know, wins? Yeah. How awesome would that be? Yeah. You know, I think he had. they got to have the strategy of let's just go for it. You know, let's if everybody pits, let's stay. Yeah, out. If everybody that. stays out, let's pit. Let's just do the opposite. Let's go for it. Let's try to win a bunch of races. Uh, I mean, that's – that's what I think they – why wouldn't you do that? You know, it's, Yeah. Um, they're going to have to do that because – and I don't really think Greg Ives is the man for the job. But, <laughs> you know, Junior's retiring, so, you know, what the hell. Yeah. We can't – we can't – that's an irrelevant conversation now. I would love that. maybe – yeah, I don't know. Put in Tony Uri. I was going to say Steve Letarte <laughs> since he was so – Goodness. The best years of his Steve Letarte needs to get banned from TV. <laughs> so, I didn't – when we – I was coming up with this. I didn't know if I wanted to talk replacements because I, I didn't know if it would be too soon to talk replacements. But everybody else is talking There's going to be a replacement. And there's going to be a replacement. They ain't just going to eliminate the 88. I don't so think so. They're just not going to eliminate it. So who is the first, you think, first on your list to replace him? The man I'm thinking of is a great, great young driver. Won six races in Truck Series his first year. An absolute monster. Beast. Probably, I think that's a record for Truck Series. Yeah, especially in your first year. And then he moves on up to Xfinity. He hasn't been as successful, but, I mean, he's still there. And the season's young. Yeah. And that is Mr. William Byron. And he, what is he, 18? I think he's 19. But 19? Yeah, just turned 19. He's locked in with Hendrick for life, pretty yeah. much. He's going to be at Hendrick. He's got one year in Xfinity. You know, that's not a lot. But a lot of guys just have one year in Xfinity. And with Junior leaving, and I think Hendrick really likes him. He's he's really – he really, like – William Byron really, like, speaks well for himself. He's real sophisticated mm-hmm. when he talks. So, I think he'd be, like, a perfect fit for 
stadium. When you look at him, you kind of think Hendrick Motorsports yeah. driver. Kind of like a Jeff, not really a Jeff Gordon because Jeff Gordon was a little feisty, but William Byron, I think he's he's kind of like a Jeff Gordon that's going to roll right into the 88 car. Yeah. That's my opinion. Who else would you pick? Well, a There's lot a of lot people. Of other ones. A lot of people say Alex Bowman, but here's my problem with Alex, Alex Bowman. He did well in that car last year. A lot of people said, "Look, he, you know, he did well last year." Which he, you would think he's proven it. Gets him in a ride, a full time ride somewhere, but it didn't. It didn't. But here's my thing: look at Dale Junior. sponsors. Okay, very high profile. Pay a ton of money to be on that car. Probably pay more to be on his car than anybody else's car. That Mountain Dew, Nationwide, uh, yeah, uh, Exalta, Exalta, huge companies, Fortune five, huge yeah. Fortune five hundred companies. Are they gonna want Alex Bowman? That nobody knows. That hardly anybody knows. You know, a guy that's just he's he's been around the sport. He's got eighty one starts, but he's never won a and race. They're thinking like Alex Bowman. They're wanting a young guy that's gonna be able to keep the sponsor with them for a long time, which Alex Bowman's young, but, I mean, William Byron really fits the bill a whole lot more than Alex. Yeah. Alex does to me. I mean, I I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be Bowman. And a lot of, like, a lot of websites and a lot of things are saying Bowman, but I just don't see that fit. I think he's, I think he could end up maybe driving the five car when it comes open because it's not as huge of a ride as the 88. And let's be awesome, or uh, honest, Casey Kane is a joke. Well, you know... <laughs> he's been running better, but he's a joke. This week, my wife's did a Casey Kane fan. And I... So, I've actually, like... Which is a... Is a lady... He's a ladies' driver. Yes, he is. For some reason. But I was keeping up with Casey a lot. I've been keeping up with him more this year because we always, you know, make fun of how Junior and Kane are doing. Yeah. He ran... He was in the top three. And running great. honestly had a chance to win the race. I thought for a while, when Casey Kane in that race was the fastest car in the race, he's I got third. And he was hungry. I thought he was going to win the race. Seriously, I thought he was going to win the race. <laughs> Didn't he have a pit road penalty? Oh, no. He came down pit road and they left the tire loose. So they had to come back in. And they had to come back then in. Then something lost, else happened. Well, he lost two laps after that. So it was pretty much over. And Shame, that's Casey. just the luck that Casey Kane and Dale Jr. and them guys have kind of had. It is. It's weird, ain't it? It's just like if it's like these guys that's had bad luck for the last 10 years. Or not 10 years. Like three four years. They just keep on having terrible, terrible luck. Yeah. Except I mean, Ryan Noonan won a race here lately, but. I mean, Junior and Casey Kane have probably had the worst luck of two drivers. I have, just because I, and I keep up with them too the most, just because that's Chris and my favorite driver. They have had the worst luck. Just like Junior this week. The oil cooler bust, it's leaking oil. <laughs> He and he gets on the it. front tires. Why not the back tires when you can actually control it a little? Have you ever heard in your life of a car leak, bust an oil cooler, comes in the pits, they see it leaking. They say, oh, yeah, you got a leak. We don't know what it is. Goes back out there, has oil on his tires, and smacks the fence. Have you ever You know what we life? forgot again? The dunce hat. We did. But you know what? While we're talking about it, and you just made that great point, the what were you thinking is going to Greg Ives this week? <laughs> When Junior calls under caution all over the radio and says, I see some smoke coming from the back tire or from the car. I'm like, and he's, and they said, oh, you ain't got a tire rub. I didn't hit nothing. And then they don't come to the pits or they come to the pits and look at it like, oh, you're fine. I've never in my life. Then you go out there and crash the car. Come on, Greg. I have never. And I think that's, (laughs) I have never in my life seen something like that. And I just laughed. When I heard what it was, I honestly just laughed because that is the, stupidest thing that could happen 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you, if you're smoking in a in a billion dollar car, something's wrong. And, and if, if you're leaking, I didn't hit nobody. He don't have a tire rub. And if you're, especially if it's leaking oil in the pit box well, that, and you see it, <laughs> I mean, a puddle this big. Yeah. And they send him back out there to go crash it. You know, come on, Greg. He's going on the hat. So hopefully, you know, I, I don't. It's just. I don't think stuff like that's leading to Junior's retirement. I don't think this crappy year is leading to Junior's retirement. But this year ain't helping anything because it's been a rough year, man. It's been hard for me to watch at times because anything that could go wrong, just bad luck, just he'll be having a good run, speeding penalty, or he'll just break something, or they'll leave a tire loose. It's It's been like the last five years, you know. And it's like even when he's looking to have a really good run, something stupid always just – comes out of nowhere. And, you know, I feel for you because, as everybody knows, I'm a huge Kevin Harvick fan. And Kevin Harvick is always there at the end of the race. 90% of the time, I So, I kind of take that for granted sometimes because I know, like, Junior, he's hardly ever there at the end. Yeah. But when Harvick blows a win over, like, pit strategy or, you know, he uh, they mess up in the pit road or he just gets to the wrong lane in the restart, you know, I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, like, and he's up there almost every week. Mm-hmm. But Junior, when he gets up there, it's like, this is, you better take advantage of it. And there's just such a high chance for him to have something like that go wrong because it happens to Harvick every week. So then when Junior gets up there, it's just super disappointing when something like that happens. Which he wasn't up there this week, but you know yeah, you know what I mean. But let me tell you, uh, I meant to talk about this when we were talking about possible replacements for Junior. Dustin Adams had a very interesting opinion oh, yeah. on that he nobody did. else, I've nobody, I've not seen this opinion Anywhere. It was a good thought, but it's it, a good thought. It won't happen. But let's just go through it. He okay. said Kyle Larson's contract is running up in end of this year. Okay, Kyle Larson's having the best year of his career. He's leading the points. He's won a race. He's saying that he thinks that Rick Hendrick is gonna go after Kyle Larson and get Kyle Larson to come to to Hendrick and be the fill in in the eighty eight. Which everybody thought Kyle Larson was gonna go in the twenty four, if you remember. Yeah. But there, he didn't. Yeah. So Here's my deal. I don't think that's going to happen. I disagree with Dustin on that just because Kyle Larson has a ton of like respect for his car owner because his car owner, Chip Ganassi, took got him, him in, yeah. got him there, and took him in when nobody else would. Yeah. And, and, it, was a good, and it was a good choice. And now he's doing so good, and they've got – he can win a championship right now in the 42. If he goes over to Hendrick, he's going to be behind – I don't know if he's going to be behind Chase, but he's for sure going to be behind Jimmy. Yeah. He stays at Ganassi. He's going to be the number one guy – you we know, need to talk about Jimmy later too, but go ahead. Yeah, he's going to be the number one guy. So why why would you leave something that's already working to go for something? And I know it's Hendrick, and I know that's such an elite yeah. team, but Ganassi's running better. You know, Ganassi's been the dominant team this year. As dumb as that sounds, here is my opinion on all that. You got Kyle Larson. He's at Ganassi. He's with a lackluster Jamie Murray for a teammate. Yeah. Who wants to be teammates with Jamie McMurray? I don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, hell, it's Jamie McMurray. He's a tard. Anyways, he's oh, there, but you got you got Hendrick. You know, you could be at the. I mean, you could you'd be behind Jimmy, but if you're running this good, you're going to be the face of it, like he is. So, if he goes there, he's kind of, you know, down on the totem pole with the company, but. He's going to have better equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, not. I mean, this year, you know, you you could make an argument that he wouldn't because Ganassi's running better. But, 
okay, we're going to take Ganassi's history. Have they ever been a dominant team? No. Ever? Until this year, no. So what makes them just all of a sudden chip Ganassi? I know you said before Stuart Haas went to Ford this year and then the Chevy, all the good Chevy stuff and the information went to Ganassi. But I don't think that's the case. I think that Ganassi has really found something that NASCAR hasn't found yet to police. So you think they're just tech. a little bit ahead of the curve. But they're not the ones getting caught. I know they're not the getting Penske caught. The Penske cars are the ones. I, I think that... <laughs> As we... <laughs> Our broadcast has been interrupted. Let me, let me fix this. Let me, pause, let me pause the podcast here. We are back. And the show is now back after the we Facebook Live just went took down. A dump. Facebook Live just took a dump on us, but we are back. And it sucks because I look down and I think we had a pretty decent crowd listening, so we'll have to get that back. But, so everybody, share the new video of us talking so we share can, the, new the, video. the people that were watching can get back on. We apologize for this. Uh, Will you put it, Yes, sir. you're good with that. Yes, sir. So you can get us back So on. back to my conversation about uh, Ganassi. I think that they're a little ahead of the rest of the people. The rest of the teams, and they're doing this gray area a wee bit better than most uh, most teams are. So I believe they're a little ahead of the curve. They are. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We are. <laughs> this is we, when technology this is goes <laughs> bad. We're just. We have time. never had a technology <laughs> issue until tonight. We're just having a time of it. We've never had a video go down. I still don't know why that happened. Back to Ganassi. Back to Ganassi. <laughs> Back to Ganassi. I think they're just ahead of the rest of the teams right now. They haven't been caught. You know, Carl Larson was good last year, and at the, if you remember at the end of last year, he started coming on like crazy. Mm-hmm. So they found something. Maybe it's just Kyle Larson's just a damn good driver. That We all knew he was talented, but, man, Kyle Larson. He is a hell of a driver. He is a hell of a driver. I don't. I he think, is making that car a lot better than what it is. I think we can both agree Oh yeah. That. But you can't, I mean, you can take a hell of a driver like Travis Pastrana and put him in a Roush Fenway car. I mean, tra- I'm, t- I'm talking like Travis. He's a hell of a racer of anything. But yeah. You put him in, like, Roush, he ain't going to do nothing. You put him in Hendrick, he ain't going to do nothing. I just think it took Larson a little bit of time to get his feet wet and to figure out what he was doing. And now that he has, man, he's a dominant force. So I could understand why Hendrick would want to get him. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that's – I think it's going to be Byron – because he is the most marketable young driver that yeah, no, I think Hendrick really likes him. And I think Junior, I'm sure Junior already knows who it's going to be, so maybe he might drop a hint. But, you know, Hendrick's going to have to come out here soon and say who's going to be in that right? I'd say they're they're already working Oh, well, I'm sure they already know who it is, but they're going to have to come out and say it. I just don't see how it could be Bowman. I, a lot of people are saying Bowman. Like Aaron had, Holland on our group yeah. team is saying Bowman. I just he don't. He had his chance. you got to think. He had his chance when he was in the Dr. Pepper 23 car, and he crashed that son of a gun every week. <laughs> Which, that's a terrible car to But play. still. That's a terrible car He wrecked it every week. He had his chance. He had his chance last year when he was in the 88, and I – honestly thought he would get another ride off that like me and you were talking about we thought like maybe at the end of the year he would get a ride because he proved he could drive and he did prove he could drive he didn't get a ride for some reason but he didn't and dale jr loves him so maybe dale jr is going to wind up getting him in a car i don't know but i just don't see it in 88 but what dustin said i do too but what dustin said is he thinks that when larson comes over they're going to change the 88 into the 25 car 
So they don't have that identity of Dale Earnhardt Jr. It has, you know, they get, they can just start brand yeah, new with a new driver. The way I'm thinking is, you know, the 88 hasn't always been a junior number. It was Dale Jarrett. It was an 8 was Dale Jr. Yeah. But then he went to the 88 because Teresa wouldn't give up the number 8 at Hendrick. So it's not, I don't think they'll change the number. 88 ain't a huge identity to junior, if you ask me. Tim it's no, more of an 8. Tim No said Bowman did better than Gordon in the 88. But was Gordon kind of washed up last year? Gordon got threw in it. Gordon got threw in it off vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Literally on vacation with his family and got through. But Bowman had four top tens is what i seen today. I, I was curious. And that's, that's good. good. Yeah. That's good. And had a chance to win. If he wins Phoenix, that's a totally different and conversation. And it's not like he was in a totally dominant car. Junior's car wasn't totally dominant last year. Yeah. Hardly at all. Yeah. So he did good. If Phoenix, he should have won the race. So, if it is him, I won't be shocked, but I just don't see the marketability in Alex Bowman for him to be the driver. Who, who do, you, do you think it's between him and Byron? I think it's between him and Byron, and Byron gets it. And I, a lot of people are saying, well, Byron needs another year in Xfinity. I don't know if he does. I mean, he, he could use it, but he don't have to have it. I think Byron's proven that he's a pretty damn good driver. Oh, I mean, yeah. He could come in right now and, you know – Drive the car. Oh. I don't. He ain't gonna come in and win races. Chase Elliott ain't won a race yet. He should have, but he ain't. He ain't. But I think, I think Larson is better. Like what you said today, Larson is better at that age than Chase. Or not Larson. Byron, Byron is better than Chase Elliott was at that age. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Because Elliott was he what was he in Xfinity two years and yeah. then he went like uh, half a year or like a couple races in Cup. Yeah. Uh, I mean Byron. I really think he's better at the AG is now than he than Elliot was. Yeah, by a pretty good margin. So let's let's move on to Bristol. Preview or review of Bristol. The review of Bristol. And first of all, let me just get this little rant out of the way. Okay. When Go a on. race is rained out, <laughs> and you are at Bristol. This really uh, ticked you off all weekend. Yeah, it did because everybody always says NASCAR needs money. We need to spruce it up. We need to put a race on a Monday night. We need to do this. We need to do that. We got monster. Let's yeah, let's be the show. Be wild. We get a chance to do it. It rains out, and all of a sudden, it all goes to NASCAR saying, "Oh, we don't want to compete against the the eight o'clock network TV shows." And hockey. Oh, we don't want to compete against the NBA playoffs. And hockey. And hockey. Who gives it? Listen. This ain't about this. This ain't about. It ain't about competing with anybody. First of all, because it's NASCAR. About competing on. NASCAR competes with the NFL every Sunday. Yeah. During that, and loses most of the time because yeah. the NFL is the biggest sporting company in the world. Yeah. So you, it's going to be hard to beat them. But why be afraid of hockey? The NBA is going to be probably it's first getting, round. You know, if it's finals week, you know, and they're going to get better ratings than NASCAR. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. But NASCAR's audience is going to watch NASCAR. Yeah. You're not going to lose NASCAR fans. It's not. Yeah. It's not like you do it on a Monday. NASCAR fans are going to be watching the NBA. I just think it's it's NASCAR a, fans are going to be watching NASCAR. And a lot of people say, well, that we didn't want to keep the teams and the fans that went to the race. But let me ask you this: If you're a fan and the race rains out, you're either going to go home because you have to to go to work and stuff, yeah. which a lot of people do, or you're going to stay and you're going to stay there as long until as it takes until that race is ran. Because a lot of people plan on watching that race on. Saturday night, and or Sunday uh, on Sunday, yeah, and 
driving back after driving back after the race. But and a lot of people have to. Like if I'd have been at that race, I would have had, had to come back. I would have had to come back. Yeah. But if I wouldn't have had anything going on, I would have definitely stayed. And I would have stayed. It wouldn't have mattered to me if they ran the race yeah. at eleven o'clock or one o'clock or eight o'clock at night. I'd have waited. And I think more people would have showed up to a night race there than a day race because they would have gotten all the people that got off work. They could have came back. Came they could have came back. And then went back and went to work on Tuesday. NASCAR just I don't understand. Because you know, we didn't get I didn't get to watch any of the race. I watched maybe five laps or ten laps on T V. And I know I don't know how many laps you got to watch on T V. But I listened to ninety five percent of the race on PRN when I was actually mowing. So I didn't get to see another race, but I listened to it. Yeah. Most people's like us. You know? Yeah. We, we, we would have watched it at night. It just kills your audience when you run a race at, at a 1 o'clock. You know, in that time, we've been watching that song. Yeah. I think everybody... It, and it, it'd be better atmosphere. Yeah. So, but I mean... I, they missed a chance, and I know... But they gotta go back to Charlotte. They gotta go get their team, their cars ready for Richmond. It puts them in a bind. But it's only three-hour drive. I, I mean, know, but I know it's a not... whole lot more than what we know. And I'm sure, like, the track has to have employees. They mm-hmm. have to be done. There's a lot to it. Don't get me wrong. But if you can figure out a way to run that race on a Monday, then that's what they should have done. And I was kind of disappointed that everybody always whines and complains wanting a Monday night race, and then we yeah. get a chance to do it, and we don't do it. Uh, Brandon says he'd take a good NASCAR race over the Bengals getting hammered in on Sundays. Brandon... <laughs> You know, Bengals. it's probably what's going to happen. You, but have you been I am a Bengals up, fan. Have you been keeping up with the Bengals? I don't want to talk about them. Good we'll Lord. save this for another time because I do know one. Good night. They're going to be terrible. It's a nightmare. Do you realize how bad they're going to be? They're going to be. They're going to run AJ Green and Andy Dalton out there. <sighs> we won't get into how bad they're going to be. This is a totally another topic. But. Better than the Cowboys. We'll say that. Let me, let me ask you. Tim thinks a Monday night race would be good too. Yeah, I think the majority of fans that went thinks Monday night would have been ideal. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. How do you like Bristol? What kind of race at Bristol do you like? Do you like all the cars to be on the bottom? Or do you like all the cars to be, you like there to be two lanes? Okay. What's your ideal Bristol? Well, obviously NASCAR thinks and what they like, they like a two-lane racetrack at Bristol. But I'm going to ask you this question. Is Bristol or should Bristol be a two-lane racetrack well this year they when they put that vxt down the point was to try to get everybody on, on the, bottom the bottom because they realized that a bristol one-lane track is entertaining yeah but what i really think they're trying to accomplish so you think they're trying to accomplish a one-lane track on the bottom they were but it just it didn't work out but it actually kind of did work out to a way that they didn't think it would all this, all the sticky glue, the VXT on the bottom, mm-hmm. kept a lot of people on the bottom, but people was making the top work too. Like Kyle Larson. Yeah, so it kind of, you know, not everybody, the bottom, the bottom was preferred lane, but there was people up high making it work, and it kind of made like a two lane racetrack. It was pretty racy. And I kind of liked it. Yeah, and if you, and if you're a fan, NASCAR fan, and you say that that race wasn't entertaining, and I didn't even get to watch the race, I got to listen to it on the radio, mm-hmm. and I could tell that it was very racy. And I've seen replays now since I got back and got to watch some uh, reruns of it. That was a heck of a race. Just to from watch. just from what I seen, and I I was like you. I listened to it and then I watched like the last fifty laps. The last fifty laps, man. There were people. There was a battle for third. There was Larson going at Harvick. Four way 
lead or a battle for the lead. Harvick and Larson and Jimmy and all the it was like a four and five cars running right together with a chance to win it, and that never happens. I no. don't care what track, you never have four or five no. cars. And I think what they did Monday, they need to do it again. They need to put the same amount, same kind of mixture, whatever. Don't do nothing different because that was a hell of a race. Yeah. And I, like I said, I didn't get to watch it, but just listening to it. And people complain. Either I mean, people are going to complain. Yeah, I mean, say if they're you not, say you didn't like that race, then you're you're not telling the truth. That's and it was fun to watch guys like Larson get on that top and just all day keep working it in, working yeah. it in, working it. In. And by the end of the race, it was, it was there. there. He just couldn't dive bomb him. It sounded like he just couldn't. Uh, dive bomb it down low enough to get by him. He couldn't get by Harvick at the end, which kind of surprised me because I thought he was a lot faster than Harvick. He could catch Harvick, but he couldn't get just enough oomph to get around him. Well, you know, like Harvick said, if he would have had the tires and the track position, Harvick said he had the best car, so he probably could have won. But he didn't. Another typical Harvick story, best car, didn't win. But he didn't show that the whole race like he usually does. So Josh Josh Watts brings up an interesting point. He said nobody wants to see Jimmy win, though. <laughs> You know, I kind of, I kind of agree with Josh on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. Pulling, I really agree with Josh when Clint Boyer was second. I was pulling yeah. like crazy for Clint Boyer to at least catch Jimmy. But when I was listening to it, it was like he was so he was a half yeah. a straight. By the time right? he needed a caution, and if he would have got a caution, he might have won just because he was so ready, determined. He, hungry, hungry. he would have moved Jimmy. Oh, if yeah. he'd have had to, I would have moved Jimmy. If I was there, I would do a beer can at him. <laughs> if I was there in the stands. But let me, me and you had this conversation. I'm not a huge Jimmy Johnson fan, but I respect the hell out of what Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, I'm never from day one have never been a Jimmy Johnson fan just because he's a feminine acting <laughs> race car driver. But can we tell the Jimmy Johnson story from Kentucky Speedway? He's a very good driver. Do you Did remember you? the Jimmy Johnson story from Kentucky Speedway? I don't. Oh, you do though. I'll tell it. You do. So I can remember. Me and you, if you remember, we snuck back around them gates. Oh, when we was chasing Junior. Yes. Then we'll tell a little behind-the-scenes story. <laughs> we was chasing Junior. And we snuck in an area field. that we probably shouldn't have been in. Shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have been it's there. after we got done chasing Junior in his golf cart that went 95 miles an hour. It's one of them things, like, at a track you can get to just because a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. So we was there... And Jimmy was over through a chain link fence at his hauler, right? Is yeah. this what or not his hauler, his but motor, coach. his motor coach. And we just wanted to talk to him. Honestly, we weren't trying to be mean to Jimmy. We just wanted to say, "Hey, Jimmy." Yeah. If he had came over there, you know, we might have yeah. took a picture got, with him. Because why not? Because you know, there's a fence here, and then all the motor coaches are here, and in between the motor coaches, the drivers usually get out and cook out or play with their kids in between, you know, kind of private. Yeah. But we was there, and Jimmy was out. With his wife. And we, how many, we yelled at Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy! We didn't stop. Like, we stood on the fence and yelled, Jimmy. He's like, Jimmy, you, Jimmy. you hear us. And he did hear us. We were probably 10 feet away from him, if that. Yeah, I mean. Just separated by a chain link fence. Just completely ignoring us. And we got a little bit irritated. I got a little, yeah, I got a little irritated and uh, shouted some You, you I said something. I shouted some profanity at him I don't want to repeat. That, yeah, that probably can't be said on this show, it's but not PG it was funny how quickly his head turned <laughs> after you said that. Because he snapped his head around and he I said, that. I said to you, I said, we better get out of here. <laughs> because I thought at that point. Our, he was getting security. I thought at that point we were getting uh, the cops called on us for well, insulting Jimmy verbally. Jimmy knows how I feel about him. But Jimmy probably don't care because Jimmy's a seven-time champ. I'm probably going to be an eight-time champ before it's all Listen, over. I don't want to. I don't want to say that, but 
Dale Earnhardt. I got respect. I do too. I admit it because he can. It's just like me and you said. He can win a race by dominating and leading the whole race. He can, yep. Or he can win a race by running tenth and just being at the right place in the right time. Him and Chad Canales is the best match in NASCAR history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel comfortable saying that. Josh Watts said, Brad Keselowski is the friendly driver. He cares a lot about his fans. He talked to me for 10 minutes during the signing on Friday. And I could see that because Brad seems... I do. Brad is a down-to-earth guy. He's kind of like a Dale Jr. guy to me. He's kind of like just a normal guy. He... So I Josh went to Bristol, I believe, and I think I seen the picture where he, he was talking yeah, about that I he posted. It. With yeah, Brad. I seen it. He was it looked like he was in some kind of store. Yeah, it looks like Walmart. Which is, if they can get Brad Keselowski to come to Walmart, that's more a pretty cool. That's it is. that's pretty. I mean, I know some of the drivers do that, but anyways, I told you the other day that I thought Jimmy Johnson behind Dale Earnhardt was the second greatest driver of all time, and I. But I responded in saying, "Where do you put Richard? Richard Pell? third, because." I know where you're coming from, but the man's got 200 wins. I know. I know. But think about this. If you run 60 or 70 races a year, wouldn't Jimmy Johnson probably be closing in on 200? If you run that many races a year and you only got like one or two cars to He only had to beat like Kel Yarborough and Bobby Allison. That's why like David Pearson, who ran against him, has like 100 wins. Because there was only two or three really dominant cars, and they won every week. There was three cars that could win. And... You know, Richard was the best out of them three. Yeah. So I said that I thought Jimmy Johnson was the second best of all time. Brandon Griffith cannot stand Chad. And, I, you know, Brad, or Brandon, I am right there with you. I think I say some stuff that I'm not going to say here on camera or on the podcast <laughs> you know, about I'm... Chad and Jimmy. And me and my dad crack jokes, jokes about them all the time. I'm not going to say them on the show because they're uh, not appropriate. But... They're real good friends, and uh, God, they're uh, I, just, I don't like them either. But I mean, there's no denying the fact that they are the best at duo what they do. ever in NASCAR. And it's hard. And Why Tim, Tim says Gordon and Abraham's up there too? But Gordon's Gordon, in the top. Gordon had a lot of different kerchiefs. Yeah, Jimmy's had Chad the whole time, which it's rare. And they've had seven championships in a short amount of time. So yeah, I mean Gordon, yeah, they're up there, but nobody compares to them. Yeah, so I. I said that, and I honestly believe that he's he's pretty much. You think he's gonna get a hundred wins? I don't see a way that he don't. It's only eighteen he's at 80, more. He's at eighty-two. He's probably gonna race four or five more years. Yeah, I don't see him having. How old a is Jimmy? He's forty. He's about junior's age, ain't he? I think he's about junior's age, but he's not junior's age. I think he's like forty. I don't know. That's a total I guess. I would think that Jimmy is older than Junior, but he's not. That's kind of crazy to think yeah. about, ain't it? Junior's been around longer. You know, since we brought up that comparison, I was going to ask you, I was thinking about this today while I was mowing, and I really don't want to ask you it. Mowing thoughts. Mowing thoughts. I really don't want to have to ask you this. Oh, God. And I really don't want you to have to answer it, but I'm going to. Okay. Is Dale Jr.'s career a failure? No, because here's why. <laughs> Seriously. And I, I've I'll, seen, I'll give you my I've answer seen, here in a second. I've seen a lot of that. Dale Jr. has done more for the sport of NASCAR. If you don't win the championship this year, I'm talking about. If you don't win the championship. It, I don't think it matters. Okay. Because here's why. He has brought so much to the sport. He carried – Jimmy Johnson's won championships. Jeff Gordon's won championships. Them guys have been dominant drivers. Yeah. Brad Keselowski. We got so many – Kyle Busch. So many good Tony drivers. Stewart. But Dale Jr. does more for the sport because he's literally the face of the sport, he carrying ra- the sport. He rakes in – Customers. He brings br- he tickets. brings fans. They're they're not 
if NASCAR is going to see this, when Junior goes away, they're going to lose some fans. But let's look at some of the other things that Junior's done. Okay, he's got Junior Motorsports. How many people has he brought along through Junior Motorsports, whether it be engineers or crew chiefs? Look at Brad Keselowski. He brought up, basically took a young Brad Keselowski that came to Junior Motorsports that nobody else wanted to give a ride to. He won a championship real early in his career. Crashed, put up with Brad crashing cars for about a year. And look at Brad now. He brought him along. Martin Truex Jr. Gave Martin Truex Jr. a chance. Look where he is. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, so. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And his it ain't like his stats on the track are bad. There's nothing wrong with 27 wins and two Daytona 500 championships. You know, I'm... I'm kind of. I was one. I was going to ask you about his wins. Twenty-seven that's wins. That's pretty respectable. And two Daytona 500s and two Xfinity titles. It's not setting the world on fire, but them are pretty good stats. You know, for not having your dad around, that really got you into the sport. So we got Tim saying on the track, you can make an argument of the failure, which you sort of can't. This is my. This is my opinion. Okay. Dale Jr., the son of the greatest NASCAR driver ever, if you're asking me. If you're asking me, that's okay. the, the son of him. So he does. He has Dale Senior around for a couple of years of his career, and he loses him. That's a huge shot to. And I think we both agree. Had Dale Earnhardt been around, Junior a whole lot oh, more successful. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a real shot to his career, right off the bat. I mean, which he to could anybody. not. Which he could not no. control. He has wins. He wins two Daytona 500s. Huge accomplishments. He wins Xfinity. But he ne- his dad has the seven championships, but he never could get it. It's not over yet. He could win it this year. Yeah, but you know, it's just like what he said today. He don't compare himself like that because that's almost asking somebody to be like Dale Earnhardt Sr., whether it's it be impossible. whether it be Brad Keselowski or Dale Jr. or Kyle Busch or anybody. Asking somebody to be like Dale Earnhardt Sr. and to be as good as Dale Earnhardt Sr. is almost you know, impossible. And I'm with you. I'm on the side of... It's not a failure. And he's, I bet you money that when they do the Hall of Fame, he gets in the first time around. Oh, yeah. He will, if no he doubt. If he then the Hall of Fame would be burnt to the ground. He will get in the Hall of Fame. He will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And it's not because of his stats. It's just because what he is to NASCAR. What he has brought. He brings more to NASCAR. It's like I seen Ricky Craven. He said something today. He said, Dale Jr., there are two drivers that have done more for NASCAR than anybody else. He said, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Because Richard Petty got him off the map, and Dale Jr. carried the sport through times that, you know, was hard for anybody yeah. to carry the sport through, and he did. Yeah. And never, never got in trouble. You know, there was never bad. There's never been bad stories out no, about Dale Jr. No, no conspiracies. Takes time with the fans. Has a million fans, but still tries to do everything. You know, puts the sport first. Says and what's on his a, mind. Not a prick. You know. Yeah. And I mean, you got Brandon Griffiths makes a good point. He says compare anybody to senior. Yeah, and everybody sucked. How up. many people could we actually, honestly, sit down and compare the senior? Probably I Jimmy can, Johnson, stat-wise. Jimmy but, Johnson, because it's in the most difficult and most competitive stage of NASCAR ever. That and, is about the only drive, and Jeff, maybe Jeff Gordon, because he won five titles and he's won a ton of races. Guys like that, the legendary guys, we can compare to him. But man, there's not in this day and age. It's hard to find anybody that can compare. Yeah. Him. And I don't think they If you're have... talking about the new era, nobody compares to Jimmy Johnson. If yeah. you're talking about senior on back, the only person that compares to him is Petty. And I think Petty's behind him. Yeah. For sure. Even not, not Petty's got the more wins, but I mean, the Earnhardt was like, kind of like the attitude era yeah. of WWE. Earnhardt was Earnhardt the Earnhardt was cold. the attitude era, era of 
NASCAR. Yeah. And that was him. Absolutely. So. And I think it's hard, and that's what NASCAR's got to replace. NASCAR's got to, well, they've, they've got to replace the Dale Jr. because he is the last link to Dale Earnhardt Sr. You know? And he that, is. That's, he's got to have a kid. He's got to have a kid. And and keep the Earnhardt tradition alive because Jeffrey sure as hell ain't going to do it. Jeffrey ain't going to keep the Earnhardt tradition alive. So let's see what Tim Noe says. I, I have a feeling Tim Noe is going to go against what was said. <laughs> he's but, not a huge junior. They said, but if we're talking about on-track performance, he's questionable. I agree with everything you say about him outside of the car because he's irreplaceable. But in the car, there can be a lot of drivers, and a lot of drivers often do what he did. Yes. But – there's nothing wrong with Junior's numbers. No, there is nothing. He Winning just don't tw- have a title. He don't have a title. But you got people like Denny Hamlin don't have a but title. But you know, Mark Martin don't ha- didn't have a title, He's and a we think place king. We think Mark. We think a Mark Martin is a great driver. Yeah, I, I mean, don't I think was- having a title. And look at look at how hard it is to win. You think it's easy to beat Jimmy Johnson <laughs> for one of these titles? When Jimmy Johnson's on a bad day, it's hard to beat. Yeah. When that son of a gun is on a bad day. If he's our 30th place car, he'll finish fifth. Yeah. He will. I mean, it's so hard to beat freaking, you know, Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch and Brad. But Junior's he- Junior holds his own with him, and he has for years. So It's just his time to go. It's, it's just his, his time, time to, go. to go, and he needs to go. I don't I don't want him to, but if you ask if you ask me, should Junior go this year, I would tell you no. I would say he needs to announce it this year and go next year. But because of his health, this year is probably a good decision. But how disappointing would it be if he got in a wreck? And, and that was just, just it. And he, I think that that's... And he turned into like, just like, you know, he... he just could never get back in the car. Or, you yeah. know, just not there anymore. Yeah. So that's that was and the that biggest... That could still happen. Yeah. I think he's afraid of it. So let me just tell everybody my plans. I'm going to be at Homestead, Miami. I'm going to be there. I really hope to be there, but I, probably ain't going to happen. I don't care. But I hope you're there to see I don't it. care what is going on. I don't care. I will be at Homestead, Miami at Junior's Last Race. I'm going to be in Talladega in two weeks. I'm going to try to figure out a way to get to Martinsville we'll in October. To I'm going to just start saving money to go to some of these races because this is the last year, man. And he's going to run two Xfinity races next year because he had already signed up for them. So, I'm, hell, I'll probably try to go to those next year. Well, heck yeah. We're going to see Junior racing next year then. Yeah, at least for two races. Heck yeah. But as we lose our Facebook, this show tonight is been terrible. <laughs> but anyways, what do you think about Richmond coming up this weekend? Well, well, just follow up on Bristol then Richmond. Bristol was a great race. Larson and Truex screwed themselves on. They could have easily won the Larson race. Larson should have won the race. I think Harvick had a good chance if he had good tires and track position. He had the best car there at the end. Didn't happen. Oh well. Jimmy Johnson wins. Doesn't make me happy. You got anything to add to the it was kind of a weird Bristol race because the guys it was, it was weird. The guys that are good at Bristol that you would think like Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch wrecked himself. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. The but, guy, the guys you would think would be really good there kind of struggled in, but Kyle Larson man put just, on the show. And I'm gonna throw this in too because it's really funny. Kyle Busch slams Goodyear again, does he not? Yeah. He slammed him at Daytona when he blew the tire. He slams him again. Is Goodyear gonna keep taking that? <sighs> Because they keep proving him wrong. Is there? Her. Do you think Goodyear's like putting a little something special in Kyle Busch's tires? <laughs> I would. They, I would. I'd put a little bit of a uh, little bit of nail action in those tires, but I don't know. He man. made this. The he needs to stop. <laughs> he just needs to st- listen. What he said? What did he say? Uh, for some reason, the tires Goodyear gives us won't. Uh, just stay they don't up hold our, up for him. He's like, oh, I don't have no problems on that. You know teammate. what? Listen, he's probably driving the car too hard. He's probably being really hard on the right front. 
I mean, I'm he not. He said he was being conservative. I'm sure he, because Kyle <laughs> Busch is always being conservative. I mean, I'm not saying. Listen, Goodyear's not doing any. No. He's there's obviously something that that team. He already smacked the wall once. It's something that that team or Kyle is doing that's not working out. No. I mean, Junior had oil on his tires, but I'm not going to sit here and blame Goodyear. <laughs> blame for on it. Goodyear for not having good traction with oil. But moving on to Richmond, uh, who do you think is going to be strong at Richmond? Denny think, Hamlin's always strong at Richmond. Do you think man, he has a Denny's, breakout race? Excuse me to Denny Hamlin fans, but Denny sucked this year. Besides Bristol, last week Denny showed some speed and ran top you know, five, top five, top ten. 10. But yeah. maybe maybe Denny's coming back and he'll be. I could see Denny being. You know what? We keep saying this each week. These people that's going to come back and they never they do. They never do. So I don't think he's going to be back next week. We keep we kept trying to say Junior was going to be back, but so everybody give us your opinions on Facebook Live of who's going to be strong at Richmond. But just off the top of my head, I would look at the Penske cars because they seem to be strong at Richmond. They mm-hmm. they come off to me as a team that could be strong. Do you think Boyer carries his momentum from Man, Bristol Boyer, there? I could. Do you That's see Boyer kind of winning? Track. No, I don't. I think he will, but I, it's hard for me to picture him like it's kind of winning like the, a race. It'd have to be a strategy race. But man, he's been running so good. I know it's it's gonna have to. It'll have to all the pieces have to fall in place. But you know, I think Harvick will probably be another top five car. Yeah. I mean, I think Jimmy Johnson. If he, it's only second career win at Bristol. So if they can do good there, then I think he's gonna do good at Richmond. Tim No, who's been pretty consistent with his picks, says Chase is – he says it every week, but Chase is getting his first win this week. That Chase could happen. Chase didn't show much. He what? He had front row – or he started front row. Where did Chase rain. end up? He probably top ten. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, Honestly, I don't even know. Poor but, old Ryan Blaney had bad uh, power steering issues. <laughs> My old second pick got took out Blaney. half the race. I thought he would be really strong, too. I thought he would be – I think he's a little rough on his equipment. Josh Watts said he's going for JGR. Kyle or, or uh, Denny. Denny. So I could see, yeah, I could see Kyle being they need, there. I mean, they need to. I hope they don't, but they need to get their crap going. JGR does. It's hard for me to think. I'm struggling. Kids had a good run last week. Do you think maybe it's maybe it is JGR this week? I no, don't I, don't. I don't. Who do you think? I'll go off. I'll Mark see. Truex Jr. That's a good pick. Because he had a winning car last week. And he's due. He's due a good run. You know who I'm going to say? Who? Kyle freaking Larson. A good choice. I mean, he's a good choice every because, week right uh, now. as Tim Nell says, poor Blaney. I think Kyle Larson because he what he showed last week is that they got pretty good short track speeds. I think he can have a pretty good car. I think it's, he's a good pick, pick every week right now until you come to the super speedways. Larson's lacking a little on the super speedways, even though he got like what, even though he almost won the Daytona, yeah. he should have won the Daytona 500. Had he if not run out of gas. Yeah, he ran out of gas or he, <laughs> he would have won. He would have won. Everybody's running out of gas at 500. But yeah, that will be. Let's see who, Aunt, or uh, Brandon. Who's your pick, buddy? Yeah, Brandon's got to give. Did you notice that last week our Bigfoot hunting expert Hargis Griffith said that something about Kansas will come be a, and a he lot came, for a while. He had a breakout. Week. And he had a breakout week, and he got a sponsor that basically he secured did. him for a while. He did. So it was kind of a funny week. Hargis, a man of many. That mysteries. was a wasn't last week's show just a great. You know, while we got it brought up, that was, you know, the Bigfoot show was great for our podcast. I got, got a lot of different kind of viewers did in. Did you have a lot of people come up to you and ask you about Because I did. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of people ask me, like, you know, that was a good show, and Hard really did good. So, uh, Hard, we're going to have Hard. We're going to have Hard back on. We will. The next break, when's the next break? It's like some kind of like Mother's Day or Father's Day or some, some kind of holiday like that. There's another break. Let me say something exciting before we 
exit the show. Guess who's leaving next Thursday for Talladega, Alabama? This guy. This guy. Hey. I'll be on my way. I wish I was piggybacking on you, but I just got to mow. I just got to. <laughs> hey, there's a spot in the back of the <laughs> Avenger if you want to tag along. Brandon but, said he'll throw in Larson. So you got two picks for Larson. Okay, two picks for Larson. But, yeah, I mean, so I, will I, be, I was going with you. I'll go there eventually. I so guess. hopefully the weather's good. <laughs> hope you're blowing away like hopefully, that. Hopefully, man, I can't take another year of that. But <laughs> hopefully it's better. But, anyways, we will do a show next week and I'm going to do probably some special stuff. I'll I'll t- probably send some. You people can have me on Snapchat and Instagram and I'm going to take some funny pictures of the people at Talladega in the campground so everybody can kind of see what Which is not this coming weekend is next. Next. So be looking for that next week. So Ed, what's your what's your Snapchat name for people that I'll have to look before next week cuz I don't even know. <laughs> we'll post it on the Bench Racers page. It'll be on there cuz I'm going to take all kinds of funny just random stuff. Are you going to have a live video going there? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I plan on race day we're going to go down in the pits on the day, the morning of the race. I'll probably take my phone and walk down pit road. So, so sure, everybody can see all the cars. Make and, sure everybody's watching. Yeah. May find some funny characters to may, talk to. May even see Junior. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not get our own side. If I do, though, I'll be, I won't be such a sissy like I was last time. I'll actually, you know, probably try to say something to him. Well, it's been a good show. It's been a great show. And sorry for all the people that we lost on Facebook. Yeah, we got two different videos on this show. It, the phone just... First time that's ever happened, but we'll try to get that fixed. Hey, we fought through it. So join us next week. We'll go over Richmond. So yeah, anything. Yee 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 yee.